another episode of Let's, Let's Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And today we are talking about past lives and reincarnation and all that stuff. So first of all, do you guys believe in it? Yeah. I don't know. Like I like I think about it and I'm like, it'd be cool. And I feel like, I mean, we don't know like what we are, like, you know, I just feel like there's so many mysteries around it and about like our souls and stuff like that. And no one really knows much. And, but at the same time, like, I feel like our brains are so powerful that if you tap into it, you can do some crazy stuff with it, which could help you come up with these types of stuff. I feel like it's real as shit. I do too. And I also feel like, you know, your brain, you're only using a certain percentage of it, but like your souls are something that we've never been able to explain and, and like that kind of matter. And like what we're going to get into, I can't explain it, but I also um, sometimes I feel like there's things about me that I can't explain and I don't feel like I like it's coming from yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, why am I just like everyone else? And then. So who knows? Maybe I'm just a fucking weirdo. But <laughs> you could be weird, or you could be uh, having like parts of a past life come about. Yeah. And yeah. we'll get into more of like signs of a past life in a little bit. But the whole idea of reincarnation is essentially that we are born and reborn. That energy never, and this is what I believe. I feel like energy is energy, and it never completely goes away. It just finds a new place to go, a new and host, a new host. And whether that's a person or it goes into the earth or, um, the energy is constantly being recycled. So I'm a firm believer that, um, past lives are a real thing. I don't necessarily know that I have anything particular for me to say that I had a past life. There's again, some weird things that I remember, um, that don't kind of add up, but I don't necessarily, I can't say like I was a sailor in my past life or I was a, this yeah. in my past life. Um, I always joke that like I was an animal in my past life because I really love animals. That's the thing though, mm. because they were saying that your your soul can go to animals, and I didn't read if your if that soul from the animal could go back into a human, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's all cyclical. Right, because it's it's an energy source. So whether that energy source started in you or it started in a cat or it started in a horse, wherever it is, it's it's that energy that's moving. <laughs> Would it be so cool, like if you and Cameron did past life regressions and then they're like, Cameron used to be a chimpanzee and you're like, great, I married a fucking chimpanzee. <laughs> He's pretty cool. I mean, well, I like, no, like it's not a bad thing, cool. but then like when you think about his mannerisms, it's like you, you're, what animal would he's like? What the fuck? Like if I if I was married to someone and they were like, your husband used to be a gorilla, and then I'd watch him walk in a grocery store, I'd be like, yep. I don't makes sense. I don't think I've seen Cameron do anything like well, animal. Maybe he was like first. Maybe he was a butterfly. He, he is, we, he's like, he's like, why are you guys talking shit right now? Um, I do have to say that in a past life, his, for him, it's easier for me to analyze other people than it is for myself. But I have to say that in a past life, his life was something surrounded by animals or maybe an animal because he's like Snow White, no matter where we go or whose animals. I was talking to you about this. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, like animals just are attracted to him. He could just like sit and like stray cats just walk up to him and like nuzzle his legs and stuff. So, so I guess I was a murderer because babies hate me, people, um, animals. <laughs> My maintenance man. They're all very passive with me. We're going to learn a lot of new yeah, things. Yeah, I know. So why don't we start off? Because I know you had, a, um, Ashley, you have a lot of- um, I had a lot of stories. <laughs> stories, but also just like- my microphone. <laughs> historical, not historical, but like factual information. Should we um, start with the facts? Yeah. Let's, let's start with the facts well, and then go to the signs. Yeah, because we talked about what is a past life and we already got into that. And essentially what we're going to go into too is it, is uh, very telling in children, but obviously people like us who don't have very vivid memories of living in a different time, we're like, do we have any trace of our being that is from a past life? And so I think like we have the same list where we were gonna talk about yeah. like, if you have any of these things and we haven't figured out, it never said if you have four out of nine that you're considered to have one, but yeah. you know, a lot of these on the list, I feel like I do have. And so that's why I'm kind of curious. And I think- Well, I think so there's a list that, I think we probably found the same list and it's like nine signs of a yeah. past life. But one interesting fact before we get to that is talking about most of these stories that we're all gonna talk about are all from children. So they say that most children ages two to six are the is the age range where they um, 
these stories kind of come about. And they say because they're younger, they're closer essentially to like the other side. And you think about kids and ghosts. Mm -hmm. Kids and children are a lot more open. They haven't really developed or learned the things that we're taught as we grow up that that's not normal. Like a filter. Right, the filters are not- to block that stuff out. Exactly. So they just kind of accept it a little bit more. So they're not not second guessing, if I say this out loud, are people gonna think I'm crazy? They're just being a kid and saying what they feel and hear and all of those things. Um, So they say that 60% typically come from boys and 70% of these stories are usually surrounded around a tragedy. So people aren't remembering like, my past life, I was a farmer and I had goats and yeah, I had chickens. Like it, it and would I have used to be to, something super extreme right, because that was, relates to the birthmark thing right. that so, talked about. Um, and 90% of them in rare cases were the past life uh, different sex. So usually if it was a little boy, his story was about a man. Or if it was a little girl, it was a story about a woman. Um, and on average, the age of the people that their past life was about was like uh, late 20s, early 30s. So which is really interesting of why that age range is significant. And I'm not sure there's no real science of- Mine's not like that at all. Really? Yeah. But we'll get into it. Interesting. So there's obviously always exceptions to the rule. So um, let's start with some of the signs you want to- Yeah. So one of the signs is reoccurring dreams. I don't know why I said that so eloquently. (laughs) Maybe because in my past life, I was a fucking librarian. Um, (laughs) There's so many things. I, I know I have reoccurring dreams and I guess- that's a very basic thing because I think most of us have dreams that just kind of come back and you're like, fuck off. But I think at its core, if there's specific things and elements that you can't explain, that's what we're, they're kind of pinpointing and saying. Are like, yours vivid though? Like, do you, oh yeah. do you feel like you're actually there? Yeah. And you can like point out details yeah. and stuff. But what's weird is I'll have the dreams and I'll kind of remember them when I wake up and then I'll forget about it. And then like a week later I'll have it. And then I'll see things out and it'll remind me of different parts of the dream. And then so when I have the dream again, I see those parts. It like helps you hyper-focus yeah. on the things that were brought to yeah, your like attention. Yeah, like colors and smells and shit mm. that don't well, relate to weird. me at all. You, I don't know that I can say I've ever remember smelling anything in my dreams. It's like, it's not that I can smell it. It's like the feeling that something would get that makes me, mm. like, you know when you smell a cinnamon, you're like, that's home. <laughs> it's like this certain <laughs> smell right where there. like a smell reminds me of a dream. And I'm like, damn. What are your, what is the reoccurring dream or it's, reoccurring there's dreams? There's two reoccurring dreams. One of them I think is just a plain out nightmare because it's it's me in a hallway and I keep having to open doors and then there's doors on the side. side, side. <laughs> and then when I open one, that shuts and the hallway gets smaller, the doors get smaller, and then the doors on the side are all these people that I used to know. We talked about this yeah. in our dream episode. Yeah, and then the other one is like I'm in a forest and then there's a clearing and the clearing has four pyramids, but the pyramids aren't like big ones. They're kind of small. They'd be like the size of a house. Mm-hmm. And then I'm walking through it and then they start moving backwards. And so it feels like almost like silly putty where as I'm moving through it, it's being pulled out and then there's like, five guys on each side and I can't see who they are. And they're just standing there looking at me. That's interesting because both of those dreams have people. Yeah, and and this weird stretch thing. Yeah. Huh. Like I feel like time is being pulled and I don't. So maybe as we like uncover all of these things, we're gonna take notes about her. Cause I feel like you have more of, um, more things that are attached to all of these different signs than I personally do. But one um, interesting thing, and you already mentioned it, without even mentioning it, is deja vu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And deja vu, they say, is a huge indication of uh, the possibility of a past life. And granted, all of these things are just things. They don't necessarily mean anything. This whole reincarnation and past life uh, subject is something we don't, there's no science behind it. There's no facts behind it. It's just uh, interpretation. And a lot of it comes from religious beliefs. Um, past lives go back about like 3000 years. So people have believed in this for a very long time, but deja vu is a very interesting subject. I personally have deja vu all the time, Same. all the time. And it makes me feel a little crazy because there's certain things and it's typically nothing crazy. It's very mundane things. It's like setting up to film and I go to reach for something and I remember doing that. Yeah. So there's actually a couple different types of uh, deja vu. There's a uh, deja vecu, um, which is an event that you've, experienced in a past life. So like for you, if you're saying this is a thing that I've already been at this, I've experienced this event before. Um, there's deja senti, which is something already felt 
usually triggered by something like a voice or music or a smell. Mm -hmm. So that's like the whole, like you smell the Cinnabon yeah. or whatever he's mm -hmm. using an example. And then there's a deja visite, which is uh, being in a place that feels so familiar, like you've been there before. That's what I get a lot. I get that and I get the smell thing. Like there's been times where, um, like there's, I don't, I don't know how to describe the smell, but kind of like, like, have you ever been to like one of those like old mining towns and stuff? And there's like a certain smell like that, that earth comes smell or almost. like the, hmm. but for some reason, like, I, I wonder if I, like, if I do believe in this, I wonder if I was like a miner or something in my past life, because like, what if my fears is like being like in the, like in like a tunnel or something and like having it like collapse, collapse on me. Yeah. And then, um, like this sounds dumb, but like when we go to like just a Knott's Berry farm and yeah. there's that one train thing for yeah. some reason, when I'm in that, I feel like I get this weird feeling. Like I feel like, like this you is right. You, oh, you feel like it's right. Yeah. And like the smell, like gets me in like this weird mindset. Quit your job and become a miner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this maybe feels right. I might've died right. that way. It's I might've very, died that you only way. Have one life, or maybe you have two. Why not be a minor? But, but she've already done it. You don't yeah. need to do yeah, it again. Yeah, but it might be a sign that she should like pick up her shovel pick up again. again. Pick up your pick shovel up and you're pick up your tools. Gold. Use your tools. Use your yeah, tools. Use your tools. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's like certain things like that where if I'll read a book or watch a movie that's related to like, you know, old timey miners and stuff, I'll, I don't know. It, it that's makes me really feel interesting. A that's yeah, super interesting. Oh, shit. Um, so deja vu, we've, I, I feel like most people have had deja vu and mm -hmm. you know what that yeah. feels like. And it's a really strange feeling when it happens because at first you, at first to me, I always think is my, did my brain just have a hiccup? Yeah. Like, did I, am I actually just reliving? I'm not reliving the memory. I'm actually having the memory, but my brain just like did a little brain fart and it thinks that we're doing it again. Like a glitch in the matrix exactly. maybe or something. Yeah. But I have it really often. And a lot of the times I have it, um, with things that I've never encountered before. Like I'll be in a place and I'll see someone's face, but then in my mind, I've seen them before, but I've obviously never, it's a new state or a new country that I've never been to. There's no way I've seen them before. So when things like that happen to me, I always have that. What was this? Who was I before? Mine I always like instantly think that. With corners of rooms for some weird reason. Like hmm. I'll see certain corners of rooms and I'll be like, I've seen that before. It's very strange. It's not like entire scenarios. It's like corners. Weird. Like hmm. I'll be in restaurants or I'll be in like hotels or I'll just like be in some random store or like a, a like a basement or something. And I'm like, I've seen that before. Like just the design yeah, just element the corner, of it, the way it looks like. like. The, the way that it feels and like the way that it makes me feel. I'm like, so I've So you were an here. architect in your past. Well, you actually did that in your current life, but maybe yeah. you were triggered. <laughs> more of an architect in your past life. Um, so you had um, recurring dreams. Yep. So there's deja vu. And then um, there's remembering past events you weren't at, which I don't have. That, that would kind of be con fall under the category of deja vu, like well, similar to. I think they're meaning more specific things. Like if you were to be like reading a book about, you know, a bombing or something and be like, oh, I've been oh, there. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like okay. stuff like that. Gotcha. Where it's very like specific. all of our past life yeah, stories. It's that we're like, talk about. oh, you were in that war. Oh, like I, I could be like, hey, like I have reoccurring visions of me working at Forever 21. But, but not necessarily like a vague memory, like an actual event, an yeah. actual thing in history that did yeah. happen. Yeah, like a big old thick boy of an event. So that was on my list of um, unusual memories. So same thing of mm -hmm. remembering things that clearly there's no way that you should know. Um, fears and phobias yeah. I found was a really interesting thing. Most people have fears. People are all afraid of something. You're afraid of heights. You're afraid of the dark, whatever. You're afraid of things. Um, some people have more extreme fears and those delve into the realm of phobias. But where it gets weird is when those fears and phobias are irrational and also when they're associated with a two to six year old. Yeah. So um, if a kid is extremely afraid of baby doll heads, but has never seen well, a baby doll. they're not cute. I mean, that's cute. That's cute. Or like- If they're afraid of that, like- uh, the crystal ball, crystal ball, mm. like a crystal sphere. And there's no reason for them to be afraid of it. But maybe in their yeah. past life, they were crushed to death by a giant or even like sphere. baths. Like there was a kid who was afraid of going in the bath. And it was because like they did a past life and he had drowned in his past oh. life. Oh, yeah. Um, so I had like, a weird. This, she wasn't weird. I had an art teacher and I went on a weird. like a there was like a uh, school trip or something. I don't remember. But we were, you know, that long stretch of highway that's next to the ocean like Oxnard area from like Santa Barbara. 
Oh. Kind of, yeah. Is it um, Coast Pacific yeah. Coast Highway? PCH? PCH. Yeah. So we were driving down that, and she was saying, like, how whenever she drives on free or freeways next to, like, an ocean like that, she gets, like, she gets really bad anxiety and starts freaking out, and her feet feel really heavy. So she always thought that her past life, she was maybe, like, a mobster or someone that got killed by the mob, and they and like, put cement on her mm-hmm. feet and put her in the ocean or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Which I always thought that was interesting. Yeah. For some reason, that story always stuck out to me. Well, PCH is scary as hell when you drive on it because there's certain parts of it where you're literally like Like overhanging and you don't see, you see like the cliff and then there's just water and you're like, "Ah, I might fall (laughs) off into the ocean. So it's already scary. But that's a pretty interesting like. It's weird that like the feet thing happens at the same time that she sees like sees the ocean, a, ocean, or, or driving. She doesn't by get it. a lead yeah. foot and forgets to hit the brake. Yeah, I know, and flies off. Fuck. She's seen her own destiny. <laughs> My feet won't move. Um, what else is on oh, this list? Mystery pains. Oh yeah, I mystery aches and pains. Do you guys ever get mystery pains? I mean, I feel like I'll get like a weird pinch or like a weird. But I'm like, oh, I just like tweaked a nerve or something, but it's not a reoccurring. It's like, oh, that feels weird. And then it goes away and I don't feel it again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I know personally people that have medical conditions where they've been to so many doctors and every time they do all of these tests and they basically tell them after testing them and they're clearly not well. And they're like, you're perfectly fine. Your tests are hundred percent fine. And you're like, most of those people are deemed hypochondriacs or mm-hmm. you're just making it up or you're seeking attention, which maybe they are in certain cases, but I know personally cases where they are sick and they cannot find anything wrong with them. So I feel like that would be an extreme case. Again, it doesn't necessarily fit into the whole past life thing of being children. Cause usually the people that I know are adults. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't personally have any like weird pains that I can't account for. No. I get like only one weird pain and I can't explain it. And it doesn't feel like a pain in a muscle or like a bone it feels like someone took like three needles and just like shoves it into my knee on the side. And it's a very specific side. And I didn't realize until like I looked at my legs in the mirror cause I'm like, they're very white. Like I, I realized this like five years ago where there's like a certain little bump on the side of my leg, yeah. which I've never gotten x-rays on my legs. So I could just have a fucked up knee yeah. from something. But like it's it's a very little bump and it doesn't feel like that is like scraping against anything. It just feels like someone's putting needles Needles into it it. and it'll last for like a minute and then it'll go away. Maybe you were probed by aliens in your knee. In the knee and not the the ass. That's not very alien. Maybe they're like, we've done enough of the butts. We need to do enough colon exploration. We're doing knee stuff now. And it could just be a (laughs) fucked up nerve, but I'm like, it just... Well, and that's how I feel like when I have weird aches and pains, I'm like, it's not a constant. It's not like I have Mm -hmm. a weird pain in my shoulder and I always have it and I get it every day. Um, It's just weird. Like our bodies are different. They're weird. So um, another one is um, passions. I'm going to put these kind of under the same thing because it's two separate things, but it's passions and uncontrollable habits. Um, Like you figure someone that has OCD. Yeah. You're obsessive about a certain pattern or uh, a thing, or you have to do things a certain way. But when it's irrational or doesn't make sense, like a strong passion, there's a lot of these little kids and they'll be obsessed with, um, like in my story, the little boy's obsessed with planes and not like a normal kid. You like planes, you like dolls. So you play with them or those are your favorite types of toys. Like to the point where they're hyper-focused. That's the only thing that they can focus on. Um, Obsessive, be- obsessive behavior over something that you shouldn't There's be. no reason. There's no mm-hmm. reason Because they've never it. been exposed to it. Right. Yeah. And again, I've said it before, but all of these things separately are just, could just be weird quirks yeah. about a person. They don't necessarily mean like, oh, if you're obsessed with candles, doesn't mean that you were a past life was a candle, candle maker. It just means you like you know? candles. It just means you like candles. You're a proper adult. <laughs> but if you are like in a house and you only have candles in your house and the only thing you talk about is candles. You might you, work at Yankee Candle. <laughs> you might've created that Yankee discount. Candle. Um, and then what, let's see. What Did else you see the one that was like, you recognize someone as your soulmate, which I feel like is oh, a no, little bit cheesy. One. We might have a different list of nine. I think we probably but That do. was one of mine. It was like, you recognize someone as a soulmate, which I, I plead the fifth on that, knowing that I have not found one of those. So I'm not, but. I- but how would that make a I don't know because it's like a soulmate. Like uh, yeah, a soul I think it's thing. like oh, your like your, your soul, two like, souls yeah. that somehow always connect yep. in different. Got it. 
So like yep. times. Say Cameron and I in our next life are you're married. Are, he's yeah. He's Joe and I'm Mary, but we yeah. we you still are like each other. My yeah. And you feel like that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't. That's not me. I'm like I'm alone. I mean, I think it's it's really interesting if you could remember because they're saying a lot of these past life stories. The kids either forget, and I don't feel like they necessarily forget. I think they're trained to forget. I think. Mm-hmm. Most parents were that are experiencing something like this, it's a little bit, it's kind of traumatic. So they don't necessarily want their kid to believe that, that that's not their real name. These aren't their real parents. They're trying to make them believe that what they're feeling in their mind or all of that past life stuff isn't real. So I think that that goes away. Mm-hmm. They, they forget or they choose to like bury all that stuff and go on with a regular life. So I find that really interesting as an adult, if you were to find your soulmate yeah. and continue to find your soulmate. That's like, I mean, there's some heavy. people that I meet. I feel like I've met a couple people where I'm like, I feel like I've known you forever. Yeah. I've but like that. you literally yeah. just met. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be, and, and you don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be like, when we think of it, we typically think of a romantic relationship. It could be friends. It could be we a could friend. Be friends yeah. Life. It could be a relative. That's why maybe some people feel so intertwined with their pets and stuff. Like they actually like, for me, like I've never had a pet, but I do see people's relationships with their dogs and stuff that's almost like telepathic and I don't understand it. And I just feel like it's this thing where I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. But it's you a do connection. You. Yeah, like yeah. it's a connection that I actually don't understand. And it's not just because I'm bitter, but it's just like, <laughs> I, think there's something, I think there's something going on in there. Yeah. Um, the next, well, the last one that's on my list and I think the one that is the most compelling is that of birthmarks. Um, mm-hmm. And... When I first saw this, I'm like, birthmarks? That's weird. Like, how does that have anything to do with anything? Um, So on my list, there was a story about a young boy. This was in 1960. So granted, now I feel like people having a past life, even if it's kids, kids know how to use technology. They know how to use the iPad. They know how to use the phone. They can... They can Google things at like three years old. You Mm -hmm. know, it's crazy. But in 1960, the chances of that are very slim they to didn't, zero. They didn't it didn't Google happen. Shit. Yeah. yeah, they're not Googling. So this little boy um, claimed to remember the life of a, a man named Maharam who was killed with a gunshot fired at close range. The boy had an array of birthmarks on his chest that could possibly correspond with a gunshot wound. But the way huh. that they're saying is the, the basically his birthmark was a scattered like birthmark on his chest. At first, they're thinking, well, that's just a coincidence. But why would a little boy know about someone being shot in the chest at close range by a gun, by a, a shotgun, know the man's name. And when they actually did the research, they did find a man named Maharam that was shot by close range in the chest by a shotgun and the birth and wherever the, you know, the hmm. shotgun things um, were right where his birthmark was. And I'm like, how do you, maybe in 2020, that's easy to like, Oh, he looked it up or he's found a newspaper. He, mm-hmm. you know, he saw something, but in 1960. And I doubt they're talking about that on the news. No, no. Yeah. cause it's weird. And it's also not like, can't be proven. So, um, I don't know if you, anybody's stories have birthmark things in the mine personally Mine doesn't. do. Um, but no. I, that's weird. Mine has some heavy birth on the mark territory. <laughs> that's, it's so weird. And I, I feel like as much as you want to try to justify all these stories and not make the kids seem like they're just using their imaginations mm-hmm. when there's facts and the facts are checkable. Yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah. And maybe we can't, and maybe that's the thing. And that's why there's so much fascination behind it because it's not a science. We can't say like, here's the rule book to past lives and reincarnation. Yeah. If you check all the boxes, then yes, you did have a past life. Yeah. You can't like do any like tests, like blood work or something. That yeah. will prove like, yes, this was you in a past life. If you could, that would, I mean, if it was relevant enough, yes, you could. But a lot of these things, like we said you before. You can't have DNA for your soul. Like no, that's like a thing no. where it's impossible. Yeah. Soul science is not a real science. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> I have two that are kind of intertwined where it's, you feel like an old soul and you feel like you don't belong in this time, which is something I feel all the time. And I like, don't talk about it unless I'm like sarcastically talking about it. In what sense though? I just don't feel like, like the way that technology, like I feel like I don't really like technology and I like, I I constantly find myself drawing to the 1920s over and over again, where I'm like, every time I see something from that or I watch something, like I feel good and I can't explain it. But every time I think about 
traffic and, and updating my phone and like, even like doing shit, like where I'm like using my camera and I like, I go towards vintage photography in my work because I like crave that. Like I don't like new shit. Yeah. And it feels like anything that brings me that nostalgia, which I have not experienced cause I'm not a hundred and hundred years old. <laughs> I just feel like I don't, I would be happier back then. Yeah, less distractions. Mm. Technology yeah. is a huge distraction, although yeah. very convenient because it's you think convenient. It sounds great to be like, oh, I would love the 1920s, but like, I mean, I love women's rights now more than they were in the 1920s. <laughs> right. But I would say that I'm happy now, but there's something about that era that makes me feel weird. Like, and it's like, not the 30s, it's not it. the 40s, it's the fucking 20s, and it's just this weird. And I also feel like my patience for people, like people my age, I fucking hate people my age. I still love you if you watch the show, but it just like people- <laughs> If you watch if the you show, everyone who does a lot of A lot of like my really good friends that I've met my best conversations with are all old as shit. Like yeah. everyone who I respect in terms of- She doesn't know, respect us. No, cool. no, <laughs> well, no, like people who have lived longer than me and who have like this knowledge, I feel like- I just gravitate towards them where I don't want to go to parties and I don't really want to get fucked up. I want to like sit down and have like, you know, a glass of wine and talk about like deep shit. And some people just want to talk about business and they want to talk about their Instagram. And I'm just like, I fucking don't care anymore. Like I just yeah. want to talk about like weird old shit. So where I'm trying to analyze. So you're an old soul um, trapped in a hallway <laughs> By the, the end pyramids. of this, we're gonna have it. We're gonna Maybe have a, it was great a prison. Pyramids, <laughs> pyramids. Um, yeah, I, I, I see that, and I think there's a lot of people that you even like. I see it specifically with younger kids when you see kids that are just like beyond their years, um, and you see it a lot in like um, kids that are actors or kids that are. Um, when you see certain shows, and you're like, wow, that kid is like they shouldn't be able to like talk like that or say those things or hold those types of conversations um, because they're too young, but they're probably an old soul and maybe yeah. were an old man before they were a child actor. Who knows? No, I, I know kids who like look into my like eyes and they really look at me and I'm like, that's creepy. But I feel like they like, they know they've you. Been through some like, really they knew you they've when been you through were some shit in the man. 1920s. I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay. So do you have any more Signs of nope, past life. That's, I think that's all, all my them. signs. Signs point to past lives, bitches. So we'll start with our past life stories because we each have a different story and they're all fairly different. Yeah. We have different stories. They're very I think different. So. <laughs> cool. I can, I can start with <laughs> and mine. You go first. Mine are about two twins and it was in the 1940s and there was um, the Pollocks, which is the husband and wife. And in 1946, they have their first kid named uh joanna and wow i can't speak joanna's their first child so this is not when they're twins yet they're just sisters right now so there's joanna and then in 1951 they have uh jacqueline and they're super close sisters there's very distinct traits about them one is like shorter and a little stubbier one is very tall one is more creative were they one, very far apart um they'd be five five years apart okay but um, a decent gap. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty so decent. they're sisters, they're close. And then the older one has this very like motherly kind of trait about her where she always has to take care of the little one. And that's a very like, you know, specific thing. Like she feels inclined to be that person. So um, they are walking one day um, with another boy and this car comes raging behind them and just fucking runs them all over. They all die. Mm. And... Uh, so obviously the parents are distraught and they're like, we don't want to have any more kids. But then a few years later, uh, the wife who is Florence, she finds out that she's pregnant. And when she goes to the doctor, the doctor's like, yeah, you're going to have one kid. But the, the husband, for some odd reason, he's really fascinated with reincarnation. And he has this book that he was always reading. And as soon as the doctor said that, he was like, no, we're going to have two twins. I can feel it. I feel like it's the reincarnation of my daughter's. And the wife was like, fuck you, it's one kid. Like, ease up. She's like, I don't want two inside yeah, me. Cause yeah, because they were both super Catholic and she was more Catholic than him. So she was like freaked out. She's like, you need to stop sounding like a crazy person. Yeah. So on the day of the birth, two babies come out. What? With the same exact birthmarks as the two daughters. And Wait, so, the two daughters that were- a, Yep. 
that were aged, separate, separate, separate aged, had the yep. same birthmark. Yep, same exact birthmarks. Huh. So they named them Jen and Jillian, also two J names. So what's interesting is they have the same birthmarks. One of them has the same exact scar over her eye that the, one of the um, deceased. How does she did. have a scar? She was born with it. Mm-hmm. So her it, her scar was essentially like it a started, birthmark. Yeah, it started showing. Um, they would talk about the toys that, so what happened was when they got in the car accident, the parents decided to move out of that town to like not deal with the Mm -hmm. scenario anymore. So they moved away and into a new house and they stored the old, um, daughter's toys in the attic. So the kids never knew what those toys looked like. They probably never even knew that they 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 had sisters. So they always would talk about these toys. And then the mom was like, what the fuck? So she brought them down and immediately they started um, being like, this is mine, this is yours. And it was exactly separated as to whose toys were whose. And so then so creepy. they had an irrational fear of cars and they would always talk about the accident whenever they would see a car and they'd see like the car is coming for us. How do you, huh. like, how do you explain that? How do you explain yeah. le- these little girls that have never, they didn't even know they had sisters, let alone know that their sisters were hit, killed in a car crash. Yep. And they have all of these stories that are just like, in their brain, like they were born with them in their brain. How do you, you can't. And they both, one of them is more motherly. They both distinctively like certain foods that originally the two other girls liked distinct foods. So the character traits yep. have transferred they into the, the twins. the same way as them. It was like all these personality traits. One was a little bit more outgoing. One was more creative. So was, did the, the dad obviously believed it oh, because yeah. he was super into it. What did the mom, did it have any The mom about- is still freaked out, but she just kind of went with it, obviously. Right. Cause she's like, I have her babies. Yeah. 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 So essentially it was kind of like this whole scenario where it was a reincarnation, which I find interesting of two obviously different aged beings, but to reincarnate two souls at the same time within the same family. Like what are the odds of that? Yeah. It's freaking yeah. weird. And then the dad to just read a book and be like, yo, it's going to happen yeah. to our family one day. It's like, what the fuck? To me, that means that those little girls, their energy and their souls weren't meant to go yet. Yeah. And sometimes bad things happen to good people. And sometimes bad things just happen. And there's, it's nobody's fault. It just happens. Mm-hmm. But those little girls souls were meant to continue on and do more. So they didn't leave. They yep. just waited until they could come into the bodies. And I mean, that's pretty epic for the parents. I mean, I know the mom was probably struggling well, with it, but that's pretty what's, insane. What's weird is, is the mom didn't tell them right away that she, that they had two sisters that had passed. So she was just kind of like bracing for impact to be like, by the way, all this stuff that you're talking about happened to your sisters. Which is like, makes it that much more powerful that yeah. they had no clue about their, them even having sisters. Like that's insane. Yeah. So that would be an, I mean, I would love that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would be like, but I feel like there's a lot of times, especially with parents and, and kids and bad thing, hap- bad things happening to their children where you try to justify things. Like mm-hmm. you want to see things that aren't there and you want to make things mean something that they don't mean because you're so attached to something, but to have that and then see it in your new your new children i would definitely fuck up the names i would if they're all j names i would immediately just start calling them yeah i would call them by their old names so to speak yeah Yeah. but like what you were saying like that's that's where my that's where my head first went where i was like well they're grieving parents they obviously miss their first children they're probably like seeing because i mean you can see things from other people and that you've lost in others so i didn't like my first thought was like, oh, well, maybe she's just like, they're like, oh, that's exactly how this J name child yeah. did that. And oh, you're doing it just like them. Yeah. But th- it's the birthmarks and stuff that, uh, but that and you the can't fear really of cars. Explain. Like yeah. they're literally terrified of vehicles, like mm-hmm. all of them. And again, like going back to the list, any of those things separately would mean really nothing. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, oh, maybe they don't like cars or maybe they don't maybe she doesn't want to wear the blue dress because she doesn't like blue or she doesn't like green um but to have things and then to be able to justify them like oh that makes sense here but then it also makes sense here and then it makes sense here how do you turn your back on that yeah it's when you check off multiple of the boxes not just like one or two and then also do you tell the children and I feel like you wouldn't want to say anything to the kids because you want the kids to feel like they're the they're They're their their own person yeah they're not just somebody else um but that's got to be super powerful for, I mean, the dad was probably like, I was the right. The dad was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm a genius. He probably has a cult now. He probably does. 
reincarnation cult. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's my story. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. That's really interesting. I mean, it's creepy in the sense, like, not in a bad, creepy way. Like, it's in a, a creepy way that's like, oh, wow, that's actually really, like, heartfelt, but a little scary. I think it would be triggering as the mom to, like, once you've already, you know, buried your children to have to, like, you know, be like, oh. Yeah. It's literally, like, deja vu. Yeah. And well, then now you're, like, overprotecting these yeah. ones because you're, like, something you don't happened want anything already bad. the other ones. But do you think, too, like, what happened... So that that soul of those two daughters that passed went into these new daughters, these twin daughters. But do you think like, does the mom think, well, what, who who could have they been? Like, if these souls weren't, were they different people, and then the old souls took over them, or yeah, you know, like, I don't know. That's where my mind kind of starts spinning around because you're like, are they were they supposed to be other people? Were they supposed to be? But then were we supposed to be other people? Like, where did our souls come from? That's true. And also, wasn't there like a time period between them yeah. dying? So yeah. it's like, what did their souls do in between that yeah, time? Is there was like a out. waiting room where they yeah. just kind of hang out? I'm thinking like Beetlejuice like the where sperm he's bank. sitting with yeah. the number. And they're like, okay, your time is up. Your mom's having another kid. So okay, time. I don't know. That's where my yeah, it's, brain. I mean, it has to be, right? They have to go somewhere. They don't just go anywhere. They don't floating. just like. I don't know. Maybe it's residual energy that like stays with the family. I don't know. Because then it's like, well, why is it in that family? Like, I think that if the if the dad believed that, the dad definitely was putting that sort of energy yeah. into not letting them go. And that could have been maybe attachment to something until they had a new a new host. But not in a bad way. Like a yeah. new host in a good way. Okay, AJ, what's your story? <laughs> Mine's also a child. So it's a four-year-old um, in Louisiana. He was a boy. And... They, him and his family started believing that he was a World War II pilot that was shot down during the war. Um, so it kind of started where he was having the, he'd wake up from these like dreams, like screaming about um, his plane going down and uh, talking about like, you know, plane crashes and stuff like that. And like, you're like, what's wrong with my kid? Why does yeah. he keep wake screaming, waking up from these things? Uh, but then it went deeper than that to where... Um, like he had like a little toy plane and the mom would point at stuff and be like, Oh, that's where the bombs are. And he'd be like, no, that's the, like he would, he would come up with the correct names. Like, he'd oh, be he like would no, that's about the drop the tank. Yeah. How like, old was he? Four years old. Hmm. So like he would know the specific names for certain things. Um, and he would correct things. So like his parents would be watching like a documentary on, World War II mm -hmm. and one of the specific things they said were on the um the show they were saying that a Japanese plane is called a zero and he was like no uh they're called Tonys that's a Tony and then apparently that's correct and I didn't check that fact yeah but there was like different facts where like he would correct people on things and they'd be like oh no yeah you are right you're four and you're yeah, smarter you're four than and me. you're smarter than me on like something that you don't really know much yeah. or you shouldn't know much about um, and then he was saying that his name in the past life. So when they started kind of exploring it, he said his name was James and he, um, said that he was on the ship Natoma. So his parents kind of oh, looked into it yeah. and they looked, they found the USS Natoma Bay and that, uh, James Huston, uh, was at that ship and he was killed in action. So like they were actually able to find details from history that were connecting to all the stuff that the little boy was saying. Yeah. So, cause I know you're still a little bit on the fence. How do you yeah. explain that? Like how would a four year old have access to world war two historical information, yeah. know things about planes that they've never seen before? Like how, maybe he's just really smart. I mean, the fact that his parents were also watching world war two documentaries, like, I don't know if maybe they did that before he was born, because I just feel like as a child, you take certain things in without realizing it. Mm -hmm. So maybe he did take these certain things in and then all of a sudden was just kind of spouting them out because he thought they were interesting. Well, okay. So I agree and I disagree because I've seen shows like Ellen and they have like the weird, weird not weird, but like I was going to say the weirdly <laughs> smart kids, but like the super smart weird kids, yeah. kids that will Gross. name like every dinosaur known to man. And you're mm -hmm. like, how or like did the, you? like the presidents and stuff. They know and the I'm presidents, like, all, the states, the capitals, all the states, like, all the capitals. There's, there's kids that are really fucking smart, mm -hmm. but- are they really smart because they sat and read it when they can't read yet? Mm -hmm. Or are they really smart because they were in a past life, he was 
he was around and he was an, um, oh my God, uh, archeologist yeah. and he worked with dinosaur fossils. Like, yeah. where does that come from? It goes both ways. But when a kid like that was most likely not exposed, the thing that I read about this, the story you're talking about is that he wasn't exposed to anything like World War II, mm-hmm. like, cause the documentaries and stuff, a lot of those are not necessarily violent, but they're a little gruesome yeah. for kids to watch. So it's not like the family was like, when you're three, let's sit down for Friday yeah. night TV and watch these people die. It'll be great and family yeah. fun. Also like when you're four, like I know when I was four, even if I was smart, which I'm not, I wouldn't like look up a <laughs> random guy and be like, okay, I'm gonna take on this guy's person. Like be if this I, person. Yeah, like I just feel like, and I think that was the one too, where they went to like a museum and he was like obsessed with being in the World War II section. And it was a whole plane museum and he didn't want anything to do with anything else. It was like only that felt like home to him. Yeah. So I feel like that's something where even even if you were like a kid who wanted to play different parts, like why just pick one? And if he wanted to be someone else, as a kid, you can be whoever you want. So one day he could be James, the next day he could be whoever. So it's it has to come from somewhere, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... I mean, maybe because I want to believe it because I I want it to be real. I'm so like, no, this is right. This is right. And again, there's always like that weird chance that maybe he saw some show or maybe Mm -hmm. he heard something on the radio and he heard that name and that, like you're saying, it stuck with him and he hyper-focused on it. But to have so many facts and checkable facts. Yeah. It would be one thing if he was like, my name was James and that was all he knew. I kind of wish he knew the last name. I think that would seal it more for me because it's not super hard to be like, this one name of a ship and it'd come up with like a generic. Right. If you've heard enough around it. Well, the drop tank thing is a little scary. The the specifics about a a piece of equipment that you've never seen or as a child wouldn't, it's not even around anymore. So you would have had to have seen old footage or Mm -hmm. in a museum or have someone tell you, teach you about it. Um, Those things to me are all like, I chalk those up as like, that's something beyond our realm of understanding. So my story is about a little boy and um, his name is Cade. And these were, there was a list of 9-11 stories, which 9-11 is in the grand scheme of things more recent than a lot of the things that you guys are talking about. Um, so Cade is three years old and he begins waking up from nightmares in the middle of the night screaming that he's falling. So um, at three, before then he was very advanced for his age. He started walking or standing up at like two months and usually kids don't start standing up and walking till they're about a year or older. So he was very advanced for his age from being an Sounds infant. Sounds possessed. <laughs> he might have been possessed. Did or, his eyes glow? <laughs> not that I know. His eyes didn't roll back. Did Where is my mother's milk? <laughs> um, so the grandmother said that when he was born, he always kind of looked like he was analyzing. Like he was he was scanning the room. He was an old soul, like you had mentioned before. He, he was He's beyond Elon his Musk. years. <laughs> He's Elon Musk as a baby. Um, So he, at the age of three, also would start talking about how he died and his death. And at first the mom was like, wow, this is strange. Why is my child obsessed with death and talking about how they died? This is weird. This is not an average thing that children do. And then as time goes on, he starts explaining that um, he remembers dying. He remembers how he died. He remembers falling. And then he begins to talk about the World Trade Center. Granted, this little boy was born years and years after 9-11, the mother, the grandmother, the family basically said, we never said anything about 9-11 to him. He's he's never been to New York. He's never seen the Twin Towers. The Twin Towers at this point are decimated. They're gone. They're not there anymore. Um, He starts making reference to things that um, him being in his office in the tower and how he could see the Statue of Liberty outside of his window, which a kid is probably come across the Statue of Liberty or learned it or seen it on TV. So that I I could pass as like, maybe that's something he recollected from hearing a story. Mm -hmm. But then he explains that he could see himself die. And another interesting thing is in past lives, they talk about how people basically are seeing it from like a third third person. So they're seeing their death, like as if Mm -hmm. they were standing on the stairs and watching it happen over here. So he says he remembers falling out of a tall building And then the rubble basically like crushing him, like going on top of him and crushing him. So again, the mother is like very distraught because she's like, how, how does he know these things? We've never talked about it. He's never seen a TV show. And then one of the things that they have children do often is to draw what they see, draw what their nightmares are, draw what 
the visions that they're seeing in their mind to help them understand. Mm -hmm. So when they give him paper and they have him draw it, he draws two twin towers with a plane flying into one of them and a man jumping out. And it's like, it's like he's seen the videos of, you know, on the news where they showed it Mm -hmm. actually happening as he's seen it. And she's like, there's no way my three-year-old has ever seen that. There's no reason we would have shown this. He's never been like basically out of their care where he could have been at a friend's house. He's three watching Mm -hmm. the, watching it on the TV or watching old footage. Um, And then as they're kind of trying to work through this and the article was based on, I think it was on bio channel. So there was like Mm -hmm. an interview with the mom and the grandmother. And one interesting thing is the boy says, and he's a little bit older now. He says that we don't die. He reassures his mother over and over again. She's like, he said it very often that we don't die um, and that he chose her. Hmm. Which like even saying that gives me chills because that little boy to try to explain to an adult that should know more than a a three or a four year old should know telling them that basically our energy doesn't go away. It just goes somewhere else. And clearly for him, it went into this body of this little boy named Cade and he chose her. Hmm. Why he doesn't explain. And I don't think at that point you're can comprehend why you would say those things. You're just saying that because that's what you know to say. Mm. His three-year-old mind isn't necessarily like, it can't process everything. It's only processing parts of the things that are, he's remembering from Mm -hmm. the past life. Um, So one thing that I find like, especially interesting is like, where does that come from? What in that little boy's mind when he turned three, did the switch go off and was like, now I'm going to, express this whole past life. mm -hmm. There was a whole study and they were saying that like 80% of the people who start talking about this, children, obviously one, you know, kids can't really start speaking until they're three, but at 35 months, that's when the recollection of their past life start. And then they're building it up and building it up. And then by the age of six, once they kind of get it all out, that's when that fades and they can become like, there was this kid and he, um, he was an old Hollywood actor. Yeah. I And I watched the interview and then like, as they were doing it, he was a little bit older and he's like, yeah, like I really don't remember a lot of that anymore, to be honest. Yeah. Like it, it all came to him like a flash and he had to get it out. Kind of like an edema of the <laughs> mental state. Just get it yeah, out. Just get it out. <laughs> and you know, I think for them it's, it's euphoric to tell that story and they don't know where it comes from, but it's also important for them to like, you know, reach the point where they can talk about it, which is three years old, 35 months, yeah. and then be able to just flush it and be the new person. Well, th- so hmm. this little boy also, um, there was like a little interview clip where he's driving in a car. I believe he's with his dad and they're in downtown. I don't know what city that they're in, but it's um, in downtown. There's tons of like skyscrapers and buildings and he is like crying. He's distraught. He's afraid of the planes. Um, sorry, not the planes. He's afraid of the buildings. And he says like to his dad out loud, like, yeah, that shiny one, it brings back a lot. It's like the world trade center. It brings back a lot of memories. And he's like, I'm never going to go in there. I'm loosely <laughs> quoting, but yeah. he is, at that age, so three is when he finally explains who he believes that he is. He does actually name a name. So the mother and the grandmother, they chose not to say the name because they didn't want the family of the person yeah, that actually mm-hmm. passed away to, um, like maybe they're going through their mourning process or they're over yeah. it and they don't want to like bring back those old memories. But she did end up coming across some information. Some information was given to her and she researched the person and she found the guy that the son said he was. And she's like, everything kind of lined up. So hmm. it's really hard not to believe him that he's saying what he actually believes is true. And again, he struggled with making new friends. He was afraid of a lot of things. So the little boy struggled being normal. And there was no kind of closure to it saying like, he's doing better now. This is an old interview. But a lot of these kids are struggling to be normal because they don't believe that they are who their parents are telling them that they are. Mm -hmm. So you think about that little, that boy that you're talking about, the parents are like, no, that's not who you are. You're Cade. You're not so-and-so. So they're suppressing those emotions and suppressing those thoughts and feelings because they're being told by everyone around them. No, that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. So imagine after a while, you're going to start believing that. And then it just just goes away. Hiding the, yeah. Yeah. Closing the door on that memory. Which is is sad, but also kind of brings me back to what I was saying before is like, he clearly isn't 100% that person. 
he's having these memories of that person. They're kind of fragmented, but they're coming together to develop the story. But it's still Cade. Yeah, you know? I think maybe the soul heals in that way where it's like they can get it out and then it can grow into the next person almost. And I don't yeah. know how that works because it's energy. But maybe the energy kind of like a source has to finish the job and it has to tell the story yeah. in another way to, to be able to move on with. Yeah, and I, I'm a firm believer of like, things happen the way that they're supposed to. And if there's things that say a person, you see this with a lot of ghost stories, mm -hmm. um, there's something that that person or entity needed to finish, needed to, uh, they needed closure. They still had work to do in the world. And I believe that is they're using that, this little boy or those little girls or the other little boy as a vessel to finish whatever it is that they need to finish or get closure, whatever mm -hmm. it is that they need to do. And then once they do it, goes away yeah you know or it transfers into the little boy and he goes on and lives his life yeah because i mean i mean just with our three stories that we just shared all of them had tragic endings like all of quick them. like something that like they didn't have a chance to like i don't know think Finish. about it or something yeah you know, like it just kind of came yeah and all of them were um kind of they all meet the criteria of the signs obviously yeah, they all hit they're those. not a natural death it's right. like a very sudden abrupt you know, scenario, kind of like ghosts, unless you're from Mars, <laughs> which is what brings me to my yes. little tidbit last story about a Russian boy who claims he was an alien from Mars, which this is probably the most interesting story I've ever heard, like for reincarnation, but really just for kids saying weird shit, which sounds <laughs> very true. Um, Bariska, who they already started seeing weird signs with him. Like he was really intelligent at 15 days old. He was holding his own head up, like just like a boss ass motherfucker by one year old. Boss ass baby. By one, he could read, write, no. draw and paint. And he knew things about space and like themes about space. And from, he would say, I'm from Mars. And he would meditate as a one year old. Were his parents like super smart, like scientists no. or anything? Nope. This is what they were like, what the fuck? So he would <laughs> meditate and he would talk to something and he would teach him things as like a one year old. Like, is this guy there. alive still? I don't know. Cause Bariska? I mean, we could look him up. But uh, yeah, he would be learning from something else. So then at seven, he started talking about, which is a little bit later than usual, but he started talking about- But he how, probably realized how yeah. smart he was and if like I say he something, they're gonna- He was super fucking smart. Yeah. So at seven, he started talking about his past life. He was an alien who breathed carbon dioxide on Mars. And he was talking about all these very distinct things by you know, what people were like there. Like by age 35, you just stopped aging and you'd always be 35. All these very specific things like, People were very tall and people were still on Mars. So this was a long ass time ago when there was that whole theory that they believed that there was a civilization on Mars way more, you know, advanced, advanced than us. And uh, something happened between Mars and uh, I'm, I almost said America, <laughs> uh, Mars and Earth. And um, there was essentially like a nuclear war and it wiped out all of Mars. And a lot of, um, and I'm gonna fuck this up because I'm not a scientist, but a lot of scientists have said there's certain traces of uh, materials that would say there was a nuclear kind of uh, situation 3000 years ago. So he talks about that. He was in the war and they were hiding in Mars. So he said he used to fly from Earth to Mars because he was in the military and they had like triangle planes and all this shit. So he was talking about He's how seven. like- seven. Yeah. He's seven years old. So he's giving like all these very distinct facts about like the planet and, and the water sources and how people would function in society and how there was easy transport from Mars to Earth. And he was like talking very blankly about being like, yeah, Mars still has interaction with Earth. Why aren't you guys noticing this? Like there's like, he's saying like, there's Where alien is shit this happening. man? Yeah. He's We're, in Russia. I don't let's know. go to Russia. I mean, this was probably, I forget when it was. It was probably is in the he 80s. Alive? He's probably, he's probably alive. alive. He's probably like in his thirties now. Bariska? Thinking he's going to be, yeah, Bariska. Huh. But I just thought that was super fascinating. He's probably in prison because they're like, you have no, said yeah. too well, much. He's probably, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. He's probably in the but government. I, I also want to know like, if he is alive, what is he thinking about? Cause like, you know, there's all this talk of like bringing people to Mars now. Yeah. Like I'm wondering if he's like, no, my family's probably there. working for blue origin or something. We just don't know. But so you figure seven years old, seven years old, you have what, when you're five, you go to kindergarten. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or first grade or something around there. I don't know so, anything about kids. No, no, I don't know saying, anything about kids. A lot of people know that at age seven, you would be what in second grade. 
first grade or second grade? First. I don't know. First grade. First or second grade. So see, she's trying to make me feel dumb over there. I'm like, I'm right. Um, you are not learning about science and planets and aliens and, aliens. Aliens. and, and carbon in, dioxide and carbon and dioxide in first grade. Granted, he was obviously very smart. He was reading, so he could have found a, a book that was about the, the planets and the solar system and gotten information. But to develop this whole world. There was specific things. Like he was saying how they were trying to create a second sun. And that's why Pluto has a spot on it. Because that was where they failed. Like all this weird shit. And he's seven. And then there's a spot on fucking Pluto. Yeah. Like it's weird shit. Do you believe he's an alien? Yeah. I feel he, like he's well, he has to be that an alien. big old head at 15 days old. Wait, yeah. so he's knowledge. an alien? He was or an alien. He, he's now so he, has he the was in his, so in his alien, past life. His soul was from an alien species. And that's why he knows yep. all these things. Well, that means he would know a lot of things about like how to make the world a better place. So Bariska, you better step up to the plate and fix this catastrophe. We got baristas <laughs> and they got bariskas over there. So we got to switch this up. Like, that's pretty interesting. I never, I never came across any of them that were like otherworldly. Yeah. Everything was that's like- so interesting. A, a tragedy of, you know, yeah. in the war or whatever. It shows energy can really travel, I guess. I mean, yeah, they can travel that far. Yeah, that's a fucking haul. You better have your Dunkaroos in your <laughs> rocket maybe ship. Maybe he's maybe he's in your alien in your hallway. Oh, I fucking your, hope not. You should look up what he looks like. Oh we well, he's a very cute like. kid. He's a cute kid, but What's he's a man now. Bariska. Just look up like Bariska, Bariska UFO UFO alien man from Russia. He's a cute little kid. He's so, got nice eyebrows. He, he looks like he has his intelligence all locked <laughs> into that head. So AJ believes that she was a minor in her past life. Do you have a, a, a specific life that you think that you were? I believe, I want to believe that I was someone who was like a flapper, but I feel like I worked in like a, a bar or something because I have this very like bizarre obsession with speakeasies in that vibe. Like I love like little, yeah, that's the kid. He's so cute. Let me see. He's a little cutie. Oh, he's cute. He, I, looks, he looks like, like he's like 13 um, there though. He looks like that kid in that movie that's mean. He's like a little well, like, that's specific. <laughs> mean kid. He's a mean kid in a movie. Anyways, I think that? I was either a 1920s whore or, uh, or I worked in a, a bordello or maybe I was a bartender or something or like a, a little chick in a cute dress who smoked a lot of nice cigarettes. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm allergic now. Cause in my past life I was an alcoholic. Yeah. And they're like, nope, nope. They're like no don't diggity, drink it. bitch. And then you're like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm drinking Put anyway. That cup down you fucker. <laughs> I believe like, I want to believe that my, I, f I feel like my past life had something to do with either animals or like the outdoors. You were a bee. I might have been yeah. a bee. That's unfortunate because I don't live very long, well, four to six weeks. I had a short life. Just transferring to multiple <laughs> yeah. bees and then to you. Yep. <laughs> and now I keep bees. Yep. Um, but I feel like I don't know what this could have been or what it would have been associated with, but I'm super OCD about like being organized and like putting things away and having things line up. And it could, again- just, She worked at a supermarket. <laughs> it could just be OCD or I worked at like the container store. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like my past life would have had something to do with like nature outside or being very organized, which doesn't really narrow Maybe much down. Maybe you were like living on a prairie and you organized rocks and you eventually <laughs> made a wall. That would be- <laughs> That's the I dream. You were going to say she was living on a prayer. <laughs> we're like, all living on a prayer. What? She was living on I mean, a prayer. She was in the Oregon sure Trail. On a prayer. Her, her cow died on the way. In the Oregon Trail. No, yeah. I feel like maybe I've always wanted a farm and I don't know where that comes from because I grew up in Pasadena and that wasn't like, there was no yeah, farms yeah, in Pasadena. Farm area. Um, but that's like my, my goals is to have like a ton of land with animals and gardens and flowers and it would be very organized every all my gardens would be like very lined up she aligns all the goat poop before she scoops it the goats would be potty trained it'd be it diapers. Would be, they, no they wouldn't be diapers That's then i get changed dirty goat That's diapers true. i would like i would potty train them i'd get them like little squatty potties and they would learn how to use the that's where it's at sponsor oh. us so i i don't i can't say that i was like a farmer or maybe i was a farmer i don't know I don't know. I don't have enough information to point it to any specific profession. There's probably a 70% chance you were a farmer because there's so much fucking farming before our time. That's like what true. else were you there's doing? A, there's a farming or fucking. You were farming or at war. Like, what are you trying to say? 
farming, fucking, or military. That was the past. I, if I had to pick out of all of the three, I would say I would pick farming. What would you pick? I don't. I don't know. I guess I'd pick farming. You guys can all. You can all be on I'm my tired. farm. And then in the back of backyard of my farm, I have a gold mine. And you oh, worked yeah, at the mine. Yeah. And I worked at the bar in your and barn. I, <laughs> Called I the a, bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the end is like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bar dash. <laughs> the bar. <laughs> Come to the bar. <laughs> is it in a barn? Yeah. yeah but duh. like, yeah, it's in a barn. I have a farm. Where else would it be? Or there's a sign and it says barn, but the N is knocked off. So oh, it's just like yeah. sun, like, you know. Oh, it has to do it. So yeah. the bar is still there, but you can just kind of mm. see the N. There it is. I mean. Well, why don't we just do this now? I know. This sounds really fun. We can yeah, be away we from can people. We can have our own land. You could mine commune. gold. It's a commune. The only problem is we have to find. Cameron's our cult leader. <laughs> is he? We're That's just, where the pyramids come from. Yeah. Oh. Oh fuck! Yeah, we didn't. Maybe you're in like a cult in your past life. Maybe is that why I hate (laughs) men so much? Dark Lord is holding. I was in a polygamous relationship. You're a bartender on the side. Yeah, I was like not getting tipped well, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" And they're like, "No, bitch, you got to pay your rent." And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go back to the bar." Mm. Well, we should do the the past life regression thing. Yeah, with each other. Oh yeah, figure out. What Wait, can we do it to life? each other? No. You need I mean, a professional, professional. I think, I think we need a professional because if not, I think you can get. So explain to the people that don't up. know what it is. So what it past is. life regression is basically where you, um, I watched a video on it where this girl did it and she got like a psychiatrist to kind of help her. So you get into like this meditative state where you first, she kind of walked her through kind of like past memories of herself and then she was like, okay, now you're coming across this bridge and that's going to bridge you into your past life. So then um, once she crossed that bridge in her mind, she started kind of remembering and getting all these feelings and seeing things that she said, like she looked down and her hands were like a man's hands, like an mm, older that's man. That's the worst. And <laughs> you need to get a I manicure. Have man hands. That's uh, really, I'm like, why are my hands so big? Was I an ogre in a past life or am I just chunky? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, Continue. But she was getting all these emotions to where she was looking into it a little bit more and um, kind of piecing together that she, this is also, actually it's kind of weird that I'm talking about this, but she, like kind of gold rush era mm. and she um, was leaving her family to go and find gold. So she, like when she, she was doing this process, she was feeling loss over not seeing her family anymore, mm-hmm. but then like emotions she shouldn't weren't really hurt yeah. at the time. And she was just being flooded with it. Um, so yeah. So basically it's just like going into this meditative state and trying to tap into that part of your brain that would have your memories or Stuff from your past life. So like hypnotherapy guiding you in the direction of like yeah. old memories. Mm-hmm. So did the woman go to this psychiatrist thinking that she had a past life or was she just going for like a the one hey, that jiggle I watched, my brain around a little bit, she, get in there? She had heard something about kind of past lives and reincarnation and she just thought it was interesting. And she read a book and then that's what led her to, she's like, well, I kind of skeptic, but at the same time, I want to just learn more about this. So that's when she kind of looked into it and, um, which kind of makes me believe her a little bit more and like her story a little bit more, because like, obviously if you fully believe it and you're 100% like, you know, invested in this idea, if someone kind of just like, like, you know, if the psychiatrist just kind of nudges you a little bit, you will like, you know, I just feel like you will take that on 100%. But like, if you're a little more skeptic and you're like, I'm not sure and question everything, but then some real kind of information comes out of it, then I think that that, that's a little more believable for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like we've talked about, like with ghosts and stuff, if you're like, you Mm -hmm. know, that this kind of thing, this Mm -hmm. type of spirit haunts this area and you see something, you're going to associate it with that thing because that's what you know. So, I mean, I would be really interested to do that. And I think it would be really cool to record that process Mm -hmm. because I feel like 
feel like I'd be drooling through it or something if it was video. They'd be like, yes, I was that. <laughs> I, like, I've never been hypnotized, but I've, I've never like been hypnotized. Fuck you up I've like dentist style. I've seen, I always watch those like hypnosis videos where they're like, every time you hear a bell, you're going to moo like a cow. And I'm like, yeah, well, shit. That. I, don't I know they're supposed to like, like undo that. that stuff, but I don't, I, I don't think need it's to not be mooing like, like a cow. I have a friend who did it. So I could probably ask her if we would like to do it to give us her info. Yeah. To find out. I think yeah. that would be super interesting because mm -hmm. I, I feel like it could, it could change your life. It could not change your life. It could just be a cool thing to know. It could be a cool thing if someone was giving you shit at McDonald's and you're like, don't give me half of a thing of fries. I was the queen of France in 1872, you dildo. Like, give me like the full fries. You better overflow what? my fry container so there's like, like extra fries. You don't know fries. who I am, but you will. Give me a full stack, baby. I mean, that's a bargaining chip if I've ever heard one. I mean, so. Apparently that's, McDonald's that's the vibe. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out, McDonald's. You are a block away from me, but I have high and mighty expectations of the next time I go in there. So next on the list is we're all going to get hypnotized <laughs> and figure out who we were in a past life. Watch yeah. me be like a, a like a peasant butcher. That's what like I feel like. What if, what if it's really like sad? Well, then, what if they're like, you, you were like a shit scooper? That, that in this life, you aren't a yeah. shit scooper. That's, That's true. true. Elevation. I've moved up. It's I don't a new know. <laughs> in my yeah. next life. I still, I still scoop the cat's shit, but <laughs> that's about it. It's where I draw the line. Well, shit. <laughs> it's when Cam Literally. starts pooping on the floor. That's when you draw the line. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not picking up human poop. Well, we'll see in 30 years. <laughs> That's might, true. True might love. Might need a catheter. <laughs> true love prevails over all. And with that, I think that'll do it for <laughs> this episode. It. Let's Let's end this I think we should go. Um, but one interesting thing, if you have any stories of past lives or you have a personal past life story, feel free to DM us, send us a message. We would mm -hmm. love to hear your stories. Dark Lord says, put it in the comments below. But if you're listening on iTunes and Spotify, you're going to have to send us a DM on Instagram. And we're at Let's Get Spooky Show. So with that, that'll do it. Thanks for tuning in, fiends, for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vail. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And don't forget to stay, stay spooky. spooky. Or am I the kind of And get those McDonald's fully now fries. Now French fries. fries. I know. Well, now I know what I'm getting. French fries.